The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Three little Girl Scouts, ages 8, 9, and 10, yanked from their tents in the middle of a rainy summer night, horribly raped and murdered. The only named suspect, Jean Hart, tried and acquitted. This case goes unsolved nearly 50 years until a local high school teacher uncovers four potential suspects, igniting a new investigation. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. This week, we follow the exclusive new Fox Nation series, The Girl Scout Murders. First of all, take a listen to this. These woods in northeastern Oklahoma are the site 
of one of the worst crimes imaginable. Two busloads of Girl Scouts left Tulsa headed for Camp Scott, a Girl Scout retreat located on the Cherokee Reservation some 50 miles away. Among the girls were 10-year-old Denise Milner, 9-year-old Michelle Gouzet, and 8-year-old Lori Farmer. What happened next is unthinkable. Three young girls, beaten, sexually assaulted, murdered. Their children's names you always remember. Lori and Denise and Michelle, they're there. And they're never going to go away. With me right now, a very special guest to my own heart. This is Lori Lee Farmer's mother. Lori Lee just eight years old when she was murdered during the Girl Scout murders. Miss Sherry Farmer is with us. Miss Farmer, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. I don't feel right about you thanking me. I'm just sorry for what you have gone through, not just at the time, but all these years since then dealing with the murder of your eight-year-old girl, probably replaying it in your mind over and over, what happened to her before her murder, the identification of Jean Hart, the trial, the acquittal, and now the possibility that other people are responsible for your daughter's murder and they are walking amongst us living and breathing. It just... I don't know how you keep going, Miss Farmer. Um, first of all, let me ask you what you recall of the moment you sent your daughter to Girl Scout camp and then learned what had happened. Well, of course, it plays out like a movie, as, as you know yourself. Uh, we... Actually, my husband received a phone call at the hospital where he is a physician and was told over the phone, and he was not told that she had been murdered, just that she had died in the night. So it took throughout that day to piece together what really happened. We had no idea of her cause of death or that two other children had also been murdered. So that is a hard, strange way to learn about your daughter's murder. We, from the very first, were very active and involved in searching for the suspect, um, all of the work with the OSBI, the sheriff's office, the district attorney's office. And from really that very beginning, for some reason, Bo and I felt we needed to be very vocal. And here we are 45 years later, and we still feel that same way. We thought it was important for Lori and for uh, Justice. So throughout, the, they searched for Hart for 10 months, and then it was another year before trial. And yes, we were at the trial every day and into the not guilty verdict. 
we did feel like that we wanted to do something positive, and we always have felt that way to that Lori's life and what she stood for and what we stood for as a family, that something uh, positive and good needed to come from her life. Miss Farmer, um, after my fiance's murder, I thought I knew it all about pain and suffering and grief. It was right before our wedding, and it took me, sadly, well over 20 years before I could even consider marriage. Right. It just, my whole life was spent grieving and fighting and never coming up for air, not even once. I I just don't know how you get past that. And I've got to ask you a tough question. Do you believe Gene Hart is guilty? I certainly believe he was there. And yes, I do believe that. And it has taken me a long time to come to that point. I don't know that I am convinced there is no one else who was there. Why are you convinced Hart was part of it? The evidence, a lot of it certainly is circumstantial. But like I said, it's over the years. I didn't come to that conclusion just immediately. But now, through all the things that has happened in our case over the years, it's not like it was investigated then and suddenly now. Things have happened in our case throughout these years that are not publicized. And I feel like that the investigators have been good about keeping Bo and I informed. And we don't go to the news media and talk about it every time there is, I call it another piece of the puzzle. But, and we have in, appreciated that as fate started this process, she did involve us and she kept us updated as to what they were doing. And that's been really important to us. So I think there are some questions about who was there. Um, and we are always open to any, any new leads or things that might come up. All we have ever wanted from the very first is the truth. We didn't jump on a bad wagon that it had to be hard or anyone else for that matter. We just have searched for the truth. You know, Miss Farmer, for those of you just tuning in, this is Lori Lee, Farmer's mother. Her daughter, Sherry's daughter, Lori Lee, was raped and murdered at the tender age of eight. I've got to say, Miss Farmer, again, I thought I knew it all about grief, but now that I finally have children, I don't think there could be any grief worse in the world than losing your child. And you are such a better person than me. You have so much dignity and you're so calm. I think, I don't believe there was ever a prosecutor in inner city Atlanta more hated than me. And I'm not proud. Just all of that raw hurt and anger focus laser beam on 
getting the right perp. And you are saying, you of all people, are saying you believe there could be other suspects. Right. Now, I always pay attention to what a victim's family thinks because they, of all people, want the right guy behind bars. So if the family believes it, then I believe it. I can't even imagine anyone ever assuming that we would want anyone to be held accountable for this crime who was not the guilty person. Absolutely, because A, it would be horrible to be responsible for a wrongful incarceration. To live every day knowing, ha, 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 I got the wrong person in jail. Who could live with that? And that the, the flip side of that coin is the right person is out there walking free. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Easy Breathe Ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air with the Easy Breathe Ventilation System. Listen, I've got a basement. I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe Ventilation System creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. 
Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable. And it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. And right now through Monday, Dime has their spring into savings sale. Get 25% off site-wide. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 25% off every product on the site. That's dimebeautyco.com for 25% off. But hurry, the spring into savings sale ends Monday. Go to dimebeautyco.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A lot of the reigniting of this investigation has to do with a teacher. Faith Phillips, also Cherokee screenwriter and author of Now I Lay Me Down, who became suspicious herself and began researching, began asking the questions. Miss Farmer, how did you learn that Lori Lee had been killed? As I said, my husband was called by the director of Girl Scouts. Right. And then he and his partner came home and told me. And Lori uh, was actually, I always think of her as nine because her birthday was in five days. So, you know, I know she's referred to all the time as eight, but we were preparing for her ninth birthday, um, just five days away. And she is our oldest child. Our children at that time were Lori, nine, seven, five, three, and one. I always wanted four children. And we had five. You lucky lady regarding that many children, but regarding Lori Lee. Did you call her Lori Lee or Lori? Mostly Lori. Do you remember that moment your husband told you that Lori had been killed? Well, we, he didn't say she had been killed because we did not know that. He said Lori had died in the night. Right. So we are trying to figure out. Where were you? Sitting on the sofa, in the bedroom, in the kitchen sink? We were in the living room, and he and his partner said, uh, we need for you to sit down. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Yeah, and I said, no, I'm not sitting down. And Bo told me, and he he looked like I'd never, ever seen him look before. And then we spent the uh, next hours wondering what happened to her and trying to reach the Girl Scouts because we assumed that who knew what happened, but we did not know. Actually, our neighbor, uh, who had been with us a lot of the time, said to us, I think there might have been some violence involved. And we said, what what?" what in the world do you mean? And he said, we just got to get in touch with the Girl Scouts so that someone will come talk to you. And that never happened. So eventually um, our neighbors and friends as they collected at our home were the ones who told us that someone, and that it was two other children. We didn't know that either. 
You know, that's interesting, uh, too. Dr. Scott A. Johnson, forensic psychologist out of Minnesota. You can find it at Forensic Consultation. Dr. Johnson, when I was first told that Keith, my fiancé, was dead, I didn't know any of the facts surrounding him. Of course, I later learned he had been murdered, but I just assumed he'd been in a car crash. And it wasn't until several hours later, I was at my local little Methodist church. I had nowhere else to go. And I was sitting across the desk from our pastor, and I saw him write, and I read it upside down, Bernstein Funeral Home. That's when I knew for sure that Keith was dead. And he, Billy, told me Keith was murdered. Why is it we try to look for, just even subconsciously, for a rational explanation? It's just the shock value. We do not want to believe our loved ones won, and we certainly don't want to believe that it was nefarious, you know? Mm-mm. And I think if, if we're not prepared. How the hell do you prepare for that? You don't. And so when we hear that news, our brain goes into protective mode. We want to minimize and deny, and, and that's just the self-protective nature. Guys, take a listen to this. I was given the name of three people whom my informant alleged were involved in the murder of those Girl Scouts. One of the suspects was given the job of going to dump the vehicle, the murder weapons, and the bloody clothes. I get this letter in my mailbox, and I said, Paul, I think you've got a fourth man. Paul Smith was the sheriff of Mays County after Pete Weaver. The day he took office, he opens a file cabinet. All the files are gone. Sheriff Weaver's son said, well, I have a box of transcripts that my dad kept in the garage all these years. If there was much more in this collection of files than I had any idea. Wow. We're, you're hearing the voice of Faith Phillips, who reignited this investigation. Faith, hearing Miss Farmer, who you are often in touch with, that she believes there could be other suspects. Does that vindicate your investigation? It's wonderful to hear from Sherry. I have, from the very beginning, I wanted to be extremely considerate of the families. The last thing, the worst thing that could possibly happen was to cause them more pain. So to hear her say that it's a possibility in her mind that there could be more than one person, um, it is just a relief to me. Guys, I want you to hear this about the preliminary hearing. At the preliminary hearing, the prosecution presents a number of pieces of evidence that they say connect Gene Hart to the murders and which the judge admits into trial. Among them are items authorities said were found in the cave where Hart supposedly hid out after the murders. The first of which are professional photographs of women. The photographer that Gene Hart had worked with at Granite State Prison confirmed that he had developed those photos with Gene Hart when he was an assistant while he was working in jail. Prosecutors also claim that sperm found on a pillowcase at the crime scene matched sperm found on Gene's underwear from prison, and that hairs found on the duct tape at the crime scene were tested and determined to be from a Native American. 
everything that was just said is true, except when you hear that DNA from sperm found at the crime scene matched sperm found belonging to Jean Hart, the suspect that was tried and acquitted. It's not the one in four million type of a DNA match. At that time, that kind of DNA match didn't exist. There was no such thing. It turned out to be that it was one in 7,700 likelihood the sperm matched. Now, to me, that's pretty strong, but it's not the kind of DNA we look for now. Sherry Farmer, do you know whether the, the DNA found at the crime scene has been retested using modern DNA technology? Many times. Many times. And what happens? It, it became more narrowed as to the likelihood that it was Gene Leroy Hart. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Easy Breathe Ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air with the Easy Breathe Ventilation System. Listen, I've got a basement. I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.orgslash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. 
Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. And right now through Monday, Dime has their spring into savings sale. Get 25% off site-wide. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 25% off every product on the site. That's dimebeautyco.com for 25% off. But hurry, the spring into savings sale ends Monday. Go to dimebeautyco.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. So let me ask to uh, another guest joining us, and you've heard her name many, many times, is Dr. Kristen Middleman, the Chief Development Officer at Authram Lab. You can find her and her husband, also Dr. Middleman. Uh, this is Dr. Kristen Middleman joining us now at dnasolves.com. And I got to tell you, Authram, I've worked on many, many cases where Authram was involved. One of their specialties is to take old DNA, degraded DNA, DNA that's been underwater, DNA mixed with other DNA, DNA that's mixed with uh, mud or dirt or whatever substance, and get an answer. Dr. Kristen Middleman, thank you for being with us from Authram Lab. What should be done with the DNA from the scene? We've got Jane Hart's DNA. I assume they have enough to continue testing it. But, Dr. Middleman, what kind of tests should be being run right now in 2022? Well, in my opinion, um, if there is any DNA evidence left, because unfortunately, hearing the it's been tested many, many times actually scares me. Every time you test DNA, you consume it. Can't you regenerate it? No. There is no way to regenerate DNA. And from a crime scene such as this one, um, you have a limited amount of DNA. And so because, and that's, that's honestly when these cases remain unsolved. So if there is DNA left, and of course, there's a possibility of touch DNA, epithelial DNA, which I don't think has ever been done. What kind of test should be being done right now? It, it has been done with epithelial DNA as well. We, we just identified with GBI and the FBI the, um, the murder of... Um, uh, Stacy Lee Trahorsky was her name. Sorry, I'm trying to get all the cases together. And we did it from touch DNA on the pants. No, I'm saying in this case, in the Girl Scout murders case, yes. I absolutely believe that that the most advanced DNA technology should be used first. And that is SNP testing rather than SDR testing. And it, it's sequencing. And it, it allows you to get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of markers from that DNA profile rather than just the 20 SDR markers that you're going to compare. And the ability to get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of markers allows you not only to be able to confirm identity and say, yes, it was this person, or no, it wasn't, in this case, Gene. Um, it also allows you to be able to identify who the person may have been and get information about who the person was, whether you know that identity or not. And so whether we're suspecting the right person or not, whether there is another person involved or whatever the situation is in this case, 
you would be able to actually infer the identity of the person that left that semen at the crime scene. And because DNA is, like I said, a DNA testing is a destructive process, I would start with the type of testing that would give you the most amount of information. And that is exactly what we do here at Awesome. Got a question to Sherry Farmer. This is Lori Lee Farmer's mother. Sherry, you stated that the DNA had been tested several times over the years with new technology and that each time it more narrowly and better identified Gene Hart? I think that is correct. Um, I have kept up with all of that, but I don't feel real comfortable mm-hmm. talking about which DNA. Oh, I understand. Yeah. But we, yes, we have kept up with things as they have progressed. Good to know. Faith Phillips, did you know about the continued DNA testing that goes back to heart? I did. I was aware of that, and I've been following it. And I think that the quote that most often is used um, in the media is that there was a three out of five prong match. But that was at the time. The three out of five prong match was back at the time. And that that continues to be um, what is referred to. But as far as there's nothing that can be reported as a conclusive match by the official... Wait a minute. Let me understand something. Uh, James Powell is with me. James Robert Bob Powell, former senior agent, Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, called into this case. Um, I believe in 2018. You can find him at the Investigator LLC. James, Bob, Powell, what can you tell me about continued DNA efforts and what, if anything, they have revealed? We uh, requested that uh, the two suspects we had in Cherokee County have their DNA taken by OSBI. And as far as I know, that was done a couple of years ago. And I don't know the results of that. It's never been uh, presented to me on what the results of that DNA was. I know I did check with them a couple of years ago. And at that time, they'd taken the DNA, but they had not submitted it. But one thing to keep in mind, and I think in both face case and in mine, we're looking at two different sets of suspects. But we're not necessarily saying that because there's no DNA of our suspects there that they weren't involved. We think they could have been accessories or peripheries or they could have been witnesses. They could have participated and not left DNA. So I, I agree that the DNA that's been tested so far points to Gene Hart, maybe not conclusively, but I would say if I were sitting on a jury, it would probably be more than a reasonable doubt that he left that DNA that we're talking about now. So um, what I understand is that Sheriff Reed, who grew up in Mays County, was just a boy when the murders occurred, took over and vowed that he would get the answer to the Girl Scout murders. Now, a year after Reed took over the case, he and OSBI, Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, went to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and 23 of the best homicide investigators and FBI analysis reached the decision they believe Gene Hart, who was tried and acquitted, was at the very least involved. But when it comes to retesting of DNA, what do we know, Joe Scott Morgan? Joe Scott joining me, Professor of Forensics, Jacksonville State University, and the star of a new hit, Body Bags, with Joseph Scott Morgan. What do you believe? 
of the retesting? Well, you know, we do know this. We know that there were three sexual assaults. That's what they're calling them. And I think from a, an evidence gathering perspective at autopsy, I'd like to know how robust the examination was that they conducted if they did actual rape kits, what the status of those kits are. Kristen had mentioned a moment ago regarding the destructive nature of the DNA testing. Have they been preserved up to this moment? How much sample is left? And we have to go back to the hair that was also found found at that time, Nancy. And, you know, when they... When they identified that hair, they used a methodology that's referred to as you're you're looking at the morphology of the hair, which means the origin of it yes. based upon a catalog that they have. And they said it was Native American. That doesn't mean anything now. The idea is, do they still have that hair sample? My question would be about the knot, Joe Scott, the knot that was tied and getting epithelial or touch DNA from the knot. I don't know that that's ever been done. Well, touch DNA is so very fragile, Nancy. It's so very fragile. Remember, it's only a partial sample. Uh, You know, you compare it to something like, I don't know, talcum, for instance, that can fall off very easy. It's very, very fragile and hard to deal with. It's not as robust as, say, if you get it from a blood sample or from a semen sample and that sort of thing. So when you talk about touch DNA, I'd yes. be really shocked if there was anything left. But but that's true, Joe, that's true that, that it's a lot less robust than getting it from blood. But DNA does does actually last quite, quite a bit, and we have been able to identify um, a perpetrator from rope that was found from a case that is over 47 years old. In in this case, another issue is a bloody footprint that was found at the scene that people argue did not belong to Hart. Now, according to Sheriff Reed, he believes it is very logical to assume that the print was from someone innocently walking into the scene. Because we all know the scene was very chaotic in the crime scene processing. Is that possible, Faith Phillips? Well, you know, I want to say at the top here that I have a great respect for law enforcement. And that's important for me to get out there. Um, I have family in law enforcement. And so I I believe that the OSBI and and Sheriff Reed genuinely believe and are convinced that it was Gene Hart acting alone. And so I want to state that right off the top. But... This all of this information has been coming in, including the shoe print. So we have that boot print, this jungle boot print. This jungle boot print is all over the crime scene, and in addition to another uh, a cave and some other places. Then we have a tennis shoe print, right? And and then when you take those things and you add in this box of information that I got from Herb Weaver that points to Gene Hart, then this makes me think that maybe everybody is right and wrong at the same time. Guys, take a listen to this. It's very important to understand this trial was before DNA. DNA had not become a tool that could be used either to prove innocence or guilt. There were hairs found on the duct tape that the girls had been bound up with that was what was described as Native American hair. They used that to try and implicate Hart because, of course, he was a Cherokee. That was not good science to believe that hair could be matched. Though DNA testing is not yet available, the prosecution also claims that sperm samples taken from Gene Hart's underwear 
were similar to the sperm found in one of the girls. There was important evidence on the scene which tended to exonerate her. There was a bloody footprint on the floor of the tent, and it was not Hart's footprint. It was the wrong size. There was a thumbprint found on the flashlight, and it was not Hart's. So there was exonerating evidence found there, as well as evidence that implicated him. There was things there that would lead you to believe that someone else either involved or did the crime. Joining me, Nathan E. Clark, high-profile lawyer out of Tulsa. Nathan, thank you for being with us. What do you make of it? It's a complicated pattern, and it's been one that's been looked at, but that's what's so remarkable about what's happening now. The Cherokee Nation's looking at it, and if you think about the Cherokee Nation being there to protect and provide and govern the Cherokee people, the Cherokee people have confidence in the Cherokee Nation, and they have trust, and that is what I'm hopeful is going to lead to new information uh, from the witnesses who are Cherokee about what actually happened that day 45 years ago. Yeah, I'm very curious. I think at this point, our, there's so much gossip. There's so many rumors floating that other suspects may be involved in addition to or excluding Gene Hart. But where is any real evidence? And I keep going back to DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid. Joe Scott Morgan, we've heard some speakers saying that looking at a hair under a microscope, you cannot determine if it is Native American. It's my understanding having used that technology in rape cases that you can determine if the hair is from a Caucasian, Asian, uh, African American, and Native American. Is that not correct? Yeah, yeah, you can. So why would they say that you can't tell that? Well, I think that probably what they're saying is they can say that it is, in fact, from that particular grouping, all right? But you can't put a fine point on it. You can't put a fine scientific point on it like you can today, and that's what you're faced with at this moment in time. It's been known for a long, long time in forensics that we can study the morphology of hair and talk about the racial grouping that it's going to fall in based upon the way it looks, and that's the way it has always been done or was done up to a point. Now, that technology is not considered to be cutting edge uh, when you compare it to what Kristen and her husband are involved in now. Absolutely. I mean, why say, oh, it was a white guy when you could say, oh, it was Joe right. Scott Morgan Precisely. joining us right now from Jacksonville State University. Why stay with just yeah, a white guy? It's just too broad. So, yes, it's almost obsolete. But, uh, you know, back to Sherry Farmer. This is Lori, Lori Farmer's mother who has lived with this case all these years. I was reading something that your husband, Bo, said Here's a quote. Every bit of information we've gotten over the last 40 years has just continued to nail it down more and more that the DNA result, test results, quote, solidified his belief Hart was, in fact, responsible for the crime. I think that he has a belief in what has um, the testing and things that have been done up until this time. And... Um, I think he feels more certain than I have been over the long haul. But, yes, he. I guess I have faith, maybe 
um, this may be placed in the right places. Um, we are and remain friends with the original OSBI agents who worked on our case through the present time. And like fate said about people, her belief in the justice system, I just find it hard to believe that any of the people that we have been working with all this time have done something maliciously to make it be hard. I, I just don't feel that that has happened. And I am still close to Mike Wilkerson and Harvey Pratt and original agents who worked on our case. We are very close with Mike Reed and present um, OSBI agents, particularly Andrea. And nothing about this just suddenly came to light like yesterday. Anytime new things have come up and people have been kind enough to approach us, as Faith did, all, all this time there have been different equations into the picture. And so it's hard for me to say right here, nothing that's been done is adequate or there is one answer that nobody has ever talked about in 45 years. It just, I just have a hard time in my heart believing that. Um, I think one of the most interesting things is how the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children got involved. This was a friend of Lori's from elementary school who was greatly affected by Lori's murder, and she chose to be a victim's advocate with NECMEC. And she reached out to us probably eight or so years ago and told us who she was and how much Lori had meant to her. And she asked if we would like to have the National Center become involved. And we said, of course, let's do that. And they sent an agent here and we met with him. And then a week in uh, Washington, going over all the evidence. And those people certainly do not have any reason to want to have a wrong person um, mentioned as the one who did this. They're non-biased, they're in D.C., and as you pointed out, some of the top eight so I think it's as a personal story, it's interesting to me that their involvement became a, because of Lori. And then I have to give some validity to their results of the findings. And what were their results, Sherry? Their result was that Jean Leroy Hart was the most likely suspect in this case. To James Powell, how much do the struggle between the Cherokee Nation jurisdiction versus the U.S. or Oklahoma jurisdiction weigh into this? Well, after McGirt, uh, it, it tends to give most of the jurisdiction to the tribe, depending on the victims, whether they were native or the uh, suspects, whether they were native or both or one or the other. 
that that decision has changed recently, and perhaps uh, Faith might know a bit more than that's changed tiny. But back in '77, it was concurrent jurisdiction. Most of the counties had uh, agreements with the tribe that they would share the jurisdiction. But generally speaking, in '77 up until very recently, the county took. Uh, precedence over almost all of those crimes. This case reignited by a teacher who feels confident that other people were involved. Years of research and legwork have gone into Faith Phillips' belief, Cherokee screenwriter. But see for yourself the Girl Scout murders exclusively on Fox Nation. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Easy Breathe Ventilation. You've got to win that battle against musty, damp basement air with the Easy Breathe Ventilation System. Listen, I've got a basement. I know. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, airborne particles by 85%. An Easy Breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. Just call 866-822-7328 or go to TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thanks, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.